This is something that always happens, but this year I'm seeing it happening far, far earlier and I feel that something needs to be said. It's the 1st of October, which means there's 25% of your year and you're giving up three months. Are you slowing down because you want to slow down or are you copying everyone around you? Welcome to Feminine Luminary, where mission-driven entrepreneurs rise into their next level success. I'm Amanda Hunter, Embodied Feminine Leadership Coach, here to guide you in navigating the inner work that comes with scaling your business. Together we'll play in the realms of energetics, mindset and embodiment so you can expand your inner authority, elevate your leadership and create the full impact you're here to make. So let's get ready to stand in our power, take up space and unleash our magnetism on the world. Hello, my love. Oh, I'm a little bit husky today, but this message needs to be heard. I've got my cup of ginger and lemon tea, so that is getting me through. This one is a bit of an interesting episode. It's coming from a place of tough love. It's something that I feel really needs to be said because this is something that often happens around this time of year, but I'm actually seeing it happening earlier far, far, far earlier this year. And I feel that there's a, there's a whole range of different things going into it, but it needs to be said. And what I'm seeing at the moment is so many entrepreneurs, so many business owners are starting to wind down for the year. And as I'm recording this, this is day one of quarter four. So it's the 1st of October, which means there is still 25% of the year remaining. And here we are, starting to wind down and settle in for Christmas. But we're missing out on three whole months of the year. And so my intention around this particular episode is to help you shift that mindset, to see that so much can happen in three months. So you ready? Let's get into it. So what often happens is that as human beings, we all do this, We take cues from our external environment. So we take cues from the world around us, which is great. It allows us to move quickly. Essentially, this is our subconscious taking in all the information from the environment, the world, and everything around us, and it acts accordingly based on the programs that are installed. So our subconscious beliefs, our subconscious programming, whatever is installed, it will then act upon. And 95% of the way that we operate as human beings is is our subconscious. That is our subconscious taking over. And we only actually sit in our conscious mind about 5% of the time, which in reality is not much. So this allows us to do things quickly. It allows us to react to situations without having to stop and think, how am I going to do this? Which is great, but it also has its detriments. So when we are acting from a subconscious place, when we are going into autopilot, we are acting based on our subconscious beliefs, our assumptions, and not necessarily thinking about the fact in that moment. So let's take the weather as an example. This is such a universal thing. It's a common example that everyone can relate to. So if we are taking our cues from the external environment around us, we look out the window and it's a sunny day. The sun is shining, so automatically we assume that it's going to be warm. And so because we assume it's going to be warm, we wear a beautiful dress. 
because, hey, the sun is out, we want to wear a dress today. And I'm all for that. And so by the time that we've left the house wearing our dress, without having actually checked to make sure that our assumption is correct, we've now realised it's also windy and it's freezing cold. Or maybe it's overcast and we look out the window and go, oh, it's overcast today. So we assume it's cold, we're going to rug up. And again, we leave the house and all of a sudden we've walked a block down the street and we are overheating because we didn't check the information. We made our assumptions based on our external environment, what we saw. We didn't actually stop to think what that meant. We went on to autopilot. And so one of the things that happened to me this week as I was walking through the supermarket, I spotted Christmas decorations. And I'm thinking to myself, it hasn't even been Halloween yet. It's the 1st of October and here we are seeing Christmas decorations in the store already. And for so many people, seeing Christmas decorations signals the end of the year. And I know back in my childhood, we used to see them around maybe November, towards the end of November. And over the years, it has just become earlier and earlier and earlier. And the problem is, if we are taking our cues from the external environment, we are seeing these Christmas decorations and our subconscious is saying, woohoo, it's Christmas. Let's start winding down. Let's start settling down into our own winter. And I don't mean winter in terms of the actual physical seasons because we all live in different places around the world. Christmas for us here in Australia is actually in summer. But what I'm referring to is our own internal season. Because we operate in seasons, we can't be sitting in our eternal summer. We can't be go, go, go all of the time. We do need to slow down to rest and just to come back within so that we can then start to re-emerge into our spring growth and taking off again. But what happens is that in traditional business, in corporate, and even in the online space, we see Christmas as signaling that end of the year, the slowdown, the winding down, coming back into our winter so that we can rest and then we can then start to grow our business again. So if we are taking our cues from the external environment and seeing these Christmas decorations, our subconscious is thinking, oh my gosh, it's Christmas time already. It's time to start slowing down. It's time to come back to our own winter. And the problem is, is that when we start to slow down now, on day one of quarter four, as I'm recording this, we still have three months of the year left. So I want you to think about how are you actually interpreting these external factors, taking these cues from your external environment, and how are they influencing you? Are you slowing down because you want to slow down? Or are you slowing down because everyone around you is slowing down? And you're starting to get that feel, that vibe from everyone that, hey, let's just wind it down for the year. Now, when I say this, I'm not saying don't slow down at all. We can't be sitting in that eternal summer. We do need our time for rest. Because if we are constantly go, 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 we are going to burn out. What I'm saying to you is, are you slowing down because that is your intention? Or are you slowing down because everyone around you is? because you're being influenced by everyone around you. There's this thing called groupthink where as an individual, we will act based on what we believe is correct or what we believe we think 
But when you start to place people in a group, we don't want to stand out. We want to feel safe in that group. We don't want to be thrown out because we have a different opinion. We are doing something different. There was this study that was created to prove this group think. And what they did, they had one unknowing participant and several actors in the group. And so what they would do is they would give them a really easy question where the answer was known. It was so simple that anyone could get it. And so what they then did is they put these actors around the unknowing participant and they got them to discuss the answer. And so the actors were purposely getting it wrong and the participant knew the answer. They knew the correct answer. But because the actors around them were intentionally getting it wrong, the participant was swayed. They stopped thinking for themselves and they thought within the group. They didn't want to be seen as the outcast or wrong. And so they went along with the wrong answer because it was easier to do so. They weren't thinking for themselves. And so this is what can sometimes happen is that we look around us, we're just looking to our external environment thinking, they're doing it, so am I. So I want you to think about what is your intention? Are you going to hand over your power? and miss out on 25% of the year. Because a lot can happen in three months. And I'm going to share with you a couple of situations in my own life that in such a short space of time, they completely changed the trajectory of my life. And had I not moved on them, well, I wouldn't be here speaking to you. I would be in a very different place, life, situation, and everything going on. So the first one is quite a few years now. It's back in my pre-kids days. I was newly married with my husband and he went out with a friend one night and he came home in the morning and said, you know what? We had the strangest conversation last night and wouldn't it be crazy if we moved to Melbourne? We were living in Perth at the time and I just thought, you know what? That sounds great. Let's do it. So... Everyone thought I was a little bit crazy. They thought, how are you going to make this work? Because I wanted to make this happen quickly. I didn't want to mess about. I knew that if I sat down and thought about it too much, my logical mind would take over and say, too hard. <laughs> Don't do it. And so I was like, you know what, let's go. Let's, let's do this on a whim. So everyone thought I was crazy, but in my mind, I knew I could do it. I was holding the vision. Now, this is all before I started doing any personal development work. And so, did I know what a vision was? No, probably not. <laughs> did I know about manifestation? Definitely not. <laughs> so, part of this holding the vision came down to my stubbornness. I am a Taurus after all. So, I was holding the vision out of stubbornness and it worked. Now, there was a few steps in the process to actually make this work. I had to, we both had to find jobs. We had a house that we owned here in Perth that we needed to rent out and we needed to find somewhere to live over in Melbourne. So trying to do this from one state to the other was going to be tricky, but I knew it would work. I'm stubborn at this point in time, so I'm going to make it work. My husband called me, we used to call me a bulldog. <laughs> He'd be like, all right, you're going to bulldog it. I'm like, yeah, I will. I'll make this happen. I don't know why he came up with that term, but I can understand. So here we are needing to sort out jobs, needing to rent out our house and needing to find somewhere to live. 
And so here I was in this brand new job. I'd been working there about three weeks at the time. And I'll take you a step back <laughs> when I reflect upon this. All of these things I, I managed to manifest. So the job that I had at that point in time, I had gotten only several weeks earlier. I previously had a company. I was working in the company as both an employee and a director. And within that, unfortunately, the company wasn't able to sustain me as both an employee and a director at the time. So I said, you know what, I'm going to step back and I'm going to find another job. And so I did. So I applied for a temporary position. And when I went into that interview, they offered me a permanent position. <laughs> and there I was three weeks later. And so I've gone from not having a job to going for a temporary position to then being offered a full-time position in the interview, which was incredible. And having a job. Three weeks later, I'm making the decision to move to Melbourne. And so I go into my job and I ask them for a transfer. I've been there for three weeks. <laughs> and as it would be, there was a position that was vacant over in Melbourne for that exact role in the other office. And so I got the transfer. People look at me and go, you're lucky. And it's like, no, I make my own luck. <laughs> I manifest these things. <laughs> they work for me. And so I managed to get a transfer across to the Melbourne office. I had my entire moving costs, my relocation costs paid for, which was amazing. And that part was sorted. Now I needed to rent out my house, which we managed to do quite easily. And I also needed to find a home over in Melbourne within a tight rental market, mind you, with a dog. And so the odds are stacked against me. But I was like, you know what? I've got this. I've got this. And so I planned a weekend trip over to Melbourne. I'd lined up a couple of private rental viewings, which again is kind of unusual. In Australia, we tend to have our home opens, which are done to the public. So I managed to line up a couple of private rental viewings. And I went into the first place that I went into. I was like, yep, this is perfect. I want it. I put in the application that morning. By that afternoon, I'd received a phone call saying your application has been accepted. So I'm like, tick. That's another thing done. So I had managed to achieve all of these things in a month. One month later, from crazy idea in the pub to living in Melbourne, I'd done it. See, we don't need long to do things. And this move changed the trajectory of my life. Now, yes, I've had some highs and I've had my darkest times there. And if you know my story, I am now back in Perth and things have completely shifted. But had I not gone to Melbourne, had I not had that health breakdown, had I not reached my darkest moments sitting there on the bus in the Galapagos going, I have to, something has to change, I would not have started this business. I would not be here speaking to you and I wouldn't have created the life that I absolutely love. It had to happen. Now, there's another new project that I'm working on at the moment, which is a pretty amazing story. And I can't go into full details yet because it is all happening behind the scenes. But it's something that I will take you on the journey of over the next couple of months. But let's just say, in this particular project, there were huge roadblocks along the way for it to seem pretty much unfeasible. 
everyone was saying it's just simply not possible, forget the idea. But here I am, still stubborn. (laughs) But I think now it also comes from a place of self-confidence and being assured and knowing that I can make things happen. Because I have this belief that it's not over until I say it is. Other people don't get to tell me that it's over because I believe it is. I still have belief in myself and I'm the one who's going to say when it's over. I'm going to say when it's not possible. I'm not going to hand my power over to them because I know that I can. So with this particular project, these things that were standing in front of me, these huge roadblocks, there was this new law that had recently been passed that would pretty much make the logistics, the practicality of it all impossible. There was also approvals that I required from a company board before I could then even receive permits to be able to have this project. And then the government permit was considered highly improbable due to certain conditions that surrounded things. But anyway, here I am holding the vision. Everyone's saying, you can't do it. And I'm like, yes, I can. I'll make it work. It always works. Everything always works out for me. That's another one of my beliefs. So I held this vision. And within two weeks of this new law being passed, the one that was going to make it near on impossible for things to work, it was repealed. The law was repealed. And then we put the request to the board. And the board who had been steadfast on not allowing anything to happen in previous years, they passed this. And now I've been given the green light to submit the application. So here I was, these three humongous roadblocks that sat in the way that everyone was saying it could not be done. And I'm holding the vision going, yes, it can. Now, there's still a long way to go. But what I'm showing you here is that things can change in an instant when you hold the vision. And this is all in less than the space of three months. This is only a couple of months that this has all happened in. So yes, there is still more to come. I will bring you along that journey, but things can happen in an instant. It's like when I work with my clients, we are creating huge shifts in single sessions. We are uninstalling limiting beliefs that have kept them paralyzed in their business and unable to move forward. And these are clients that have incredible businesses that have just felt stuck. They've got all of these things in the background, but they just can't put it into motion. They can't move forward. And now after these one-hour sessions, they are gaining momentum. So this is one hour. These changes are happening in one hour. Imagine the difference that three months can make. So if we come back to this idea, we are day one of quarter four as I'm recording this episode. You have 25% of your year remaining. 25%. That is a lot of time for things to happen. And yet when we look around in the online space, there are so many people who are starting to wrap up. They're winding up. And they're essentially giving away 25% of the year. They're giving away three months. And so much can happen in that time, as I've just demonstrated. Your life can change in that time. Now, even if huge change doesn't happen immediately, you are laying the groundwork for it to happen in 2024. Because it is so much harder to build momentum from a stationary place 
than it is for even just the slightest roll. That can pick up speed so much more quickly. So my love, I want you to think about what you're going to do for quarter four. Not looking at the others, not taking direction from your external environment, but coming back within. What are you going to do? I want you to stop handing your power away. I want you to stop listening to others and say it's not over until I say it's over. Because a lot can happen in three months, my love. So I will leave this with you. What are you going to do? So pop into my DMs and let me know. What are you going to do? I'd love to know. Until next time, my love, have a beautiful week and I will see you in the next episode. You've been listening to Feminine Luminary with Amanda Hunter. Please share this episode with another luminary leader who needs to hear this. And if you can rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform, that would really help to expand the show's reach. Until next time, my love, come say hi over on Instagram at I am underscore Amanda Hunter. 